As we head into VBS, I was reading in the Word, and and just in my normal reading, I ended up in Deuteronomy chapter 11, and I was also trying to find something that went along with Pentecost, which is next Sunday, and I think it'll be hard to really preach Pentecost as we go through our Bible school, but it is kind of it does kind of go along together, and so I, I don't know exactly where we're going to end up there. But Pentecost was about the Holy Spirit coming and indwelling and giving the Christians the ability to speak God's word. And I think the uh, art of talking is slipping away from us, and. Uh, so, and I have, and here's the deal, I have a lot of opinions about this. And just because they're my opinion doesn't mean that it's uh, the gospel truth. And so today, if I preach some opinion in it, uh, forgive me, but a lot of it is what the Word says as well. And so, uh, don't, don't judge me too hard because some of you know how I feel about some things but I'm not, I'm not trying to push my opinion today. I really, I really want us to do what the Word says. So uh, pray for me and uh, pray that I say these things. Uh, I believe this is what God has for us to hear today. So let's all stand. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 18. We're going to read to verse 28. Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land that the Lord swore to give your forefathers, as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. If you carefully observe all these commands I am giving you to follow, to love the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to hold fast to him, then the Lord will drive out all these nations before you, and you will, be disposed, and you will dispose nations larger and stronger than you. Every place where you set your foot will be yours. Your territory will extend from the desert of Lebanon and from the Euphrates River to the western sea. No man shall be able to stand against you. The Lord your God, as he promised you, will put the terror and fear of you in the whole land wherever you go. So I am setting before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing is if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I am giving to you today. The curse is... If you disobey, let's pray. Father, today your word says that we are to talk to our kids. And according to your word, that is your preferred way of teaching. And Father, today I pray that you would help us to see what you say and what you want done And not what we think or what may even be popular for the day. Lord, I pray that you would bring back talking into the home 
and talking into families and talking between parents and children. And Father, help us to communicate. Your word says as we go into Acts, as we'll go into Pentecost next week, your word says that you empowered them to speak to where they could be understood. And so, Father, I pray that you would help us to talk in a way that would be understood in our families. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We're talking about Bible school and about things that we're doing uh, in this next week. And uh, this day, this one day before we begin Bible school is uh, a time to kind of get us together and get our minds headed in the same direction. Because this week we are going to be talking and telling not only our children, but children in the community who Jesus is. It's kind of a big deal. And uh, we have uh, done Bible school uh, Yesterday, I have been your pastor for 20 years. Yesterday was the 20th year that I have been here. I'm just telling you. And for 20 years that I've been here, we've done Bible school. And we've always thought it was very important. And over the last two or three years, we've been trying to reevaluate and see, is this the way we still want to do it? Is this still uh, important? Uh, is this still what we need to do? And there are many churches reevaluating and looking at and seeing, is this what we need to do? And we still believe that it is uh, a good ministry. We still believe that it's important to invite children into the church. We think it's important for us to be speaking into their lives. And uh, we think that personal contact is the best way to share God's message. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't other ways. And I have some opinions about uh, social media, about technology and things like that. But those are my convictions, and I'm not going to preach them today uh, because I think these new technologies are very important. I think they're very useful. We, uh, we use them all the time. We have people who when we ask them why uh, they showed up at our church, they say, well, we were looking around, we saw your website, we saw your Facebook page, things like that. And uh, they, they, those are very important things, and I think that we need them. But we also need to see what the Word says. And the Bible gives us some instructions about how the message of God should be spread. And there's some preferred ways in our Scripture today This is God speaking to his people. And so I'm speaking to the church today. And we believe that we are his people. And we need to know what he wants to say to us. And God says that the way we spread his message, one of the ways, the best way, I believe, that he says to do it is to talk. And he says that it's very important to talk to our children And he says that the preferred way of transferring belief from what we believe and what we know is true into our children for transferring the message of God is through the spoken mouth of the parents. Talking is a very interesting thing. And uh, we can talk. And you might have... uh, sometimes, Sometimes if you meet someone, you might have an opinion about them. 
know, if you see someone from afar and you look at them, you say, well, not, that person's this way or this person's that way. But then after you talk to them, you say, well, you know, they really weren't that way at all. I thought they were this way, but when I talked to them, my opinion changed. Talking is something very personal. Talking is something that uh, uh, has a way of, when we, when we sit down and we exchange ideas, it has a way of bringing people around. And it's a great way, and it's the preferred way to share God's message of who he is. And God's word says that in the home, that we are to be talking. We're to be talking. And he says that when we sit, we are to be talking. And so I started thinking about when in the life of my family do we sit? Okay? And I don't know about you, but at our house, and right now I have four grandkids with us, and they're so silly. Uh, my, my, and my daughter and her husband are living with us right now where they're looking for a house. And this week, Josh and Lacey had to go to Nevada to do a funeral. And so it was just us and the little grandkids. And they were all excited. And they said, Nanny, we get to... And they never asked me anything. I just... It's all Nanny, Nanny. She's so great, you know. Nanny, we get to spend the night with you tonight. And Cindy was like, you live here. And I said, yeah, but Mommy and Daddy will be gone. And Cindy did let them stay up till 12 o'clock. And they didn't know. She let them stay up later, though. But they were like... By yourselves, you know. But I got to thinking about our day, and they get up, and they and they run around the house, and they eat breakfast, and then they go and do whatever they want to. And we don't sit. We don't sit very much. And I got to thinking, when do we sit? And when we sit, we're we're eating. And so I believe that the word is saying here: when you sit down, folks, you need to sit down and eat with your kids. You need to sit down with your kids. And. Uh, I think lots of times we don't do those things. We sit down and, and we talk, but we don't talk about God. And the first thing is, most people anymore, I'm just being honest, and I'm not trying to guilt you today. I'm not trying to do... That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the Word says that we need to transfer our beliefs and we need to transfer what Jesus has done in our heart to the lives of our children, and it's very important. And I'm just telling you, this is what Jesus says. This is what God says to do. I think it's important that you sit down and talk to your kids. And what happens usually is if we ever do sit down, we talk. But do you really talk about the things of God? Maybe you talk about school or, or sports or uh, your, your job and things like that. And, and those things, there's nothing wrong with talking about those. But we need to make a point that when we're sitting down talking with our kids, that we talk about God. And this is how God helped me in my job today. And how did God help you in your school today? And, and what's God doing in your life today? Those things need to be brought up. And how can God help me be better at my job? And how can God help me at my school activities? And how can God help me to be a better student? And God, how can God help me to draw others into who he is and we need to talk when we're sitting down i started to think of another time when we sit down and at my house when we sit down we sit down and watch tv and we don't talk at all 
And if anyone talks, what do we say? <laughs> and as I was kind of trying to put this in my mind, I thought of how many times we tell everybody to be quiet. Be quiet. I want to listen to this. And when we do that, we're saying this is the most important thing right now. And I want you to know that I'm, I'm, preaching, I'm preaching to myself this morning. And uh, here's the deal. Uh, I, I was thinking of other times when we sat down. When we sat, one of the, one of the things that we did a lot when, I, when our kids were at home, we sat in the car and traveled and traveled. And we would turn on the radio sometimes and things like that. But sometimes we'd just turn it off and we'd just talk. We would just talk. And sometimes we said things that were really important and sometimes we said things that we regretted. I, I, remember, I remember driving through Nixa one night. And Lindsay had been, and we'd had a, been at a basketball game. And uh, they'd lost. And... Uh, I, was, I, I can remember the place I was at. I was driving right through Nixa. And I said, I said, Lindsay, if you would just listen to what I was telling you, you could have scored a lot of points. And I'll never forget her reply. She said, Dad, I had 26. And you know what I said? Well, if you do what I told you, you'd have had more than that. And I was just like, that was just, and she just never let me forget that. And I thought, I'd have done better if I'd have been talking about Jesus that night. And I'm going to tell you, there were some times that I had to apologize to him in the car. But when we're in the car, when we're in the car, when we're sitting down, the Word says when we're sitting down, we need to be talking about Jesus. And uh, so my little grandkids, I, they, was in the car, they was in the car and they went on a trip the other day and they came home and they said, Pappy, guess what we watched while we were in the car? And when I was in the car, you watched out the window, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, you watch the fence post go by. Oh, we watched this movie and we watched that movie. And I'm just being honest with you, parents, today. When we sit down sometimes, we just don't talk anymore. And I'm being really honest with you. I'm not trying to be over-exaggerated or anything like that. I don't think Satan wants us talking. I really think he seeks to just shut us down to where we don't say anything anymore. To where we're just entertained all the time. And, and God is so specific here. He says, talk. Talk. Talk to your family. When you sit down and when you stand up. And, and he says, when you lie down. Well, the only time you lie down is when you're getting ready to go to sleep. He says, when you get to that point, you need to be talking to your kids. You need to be saying something to your kids when you lay down at night. And I think lots of times we're just like, hey, see you in the morning, whatever. But it says when they lay down is a great time to tell your kids who Jesus is. When they get up, when you get up in the morning, what is the atmosphere? When you get up at our house, it's sometimes uh, when it was school, uh, all of our kids had to get up and get themselves ready for school. And I was always up and I was usually sitting in my chair reading and they would all get ready, and right before they leave, we'd have a word of prayer before they left. But I want you to think about your house. I don't know, I mean, it's been so long since I've had kids, but, I mean, on Sunday morning, when we're all getting ready, 
There ain't a whole lot of talking about Jesus. I'm just being honest. When you're getting ready for school and your kids are getting up and getting ready for school, I think there's probably more yelling and looking for stuff and trying to find your clothes and those kinds of things. And I got to thinking about what we do in our lives, and I'm afraid we just don't talk much anymore. We got to go here and we got to go there and we got to get there and it's so much trouble to get there that we that we don't talk about what we're doing and then we get home we're so tired we don't talk about anything. And then when we are home we just want to sit and watch TV and we don't want anybody to talk to us while we're watching TV. And I'm just saying I I believe that Satan seeks for us to not talk. I'm just being honest this morning. We don't sit and eat at the table anymore. And when we talk, it's usually in a text or in some sort of social media of some kind. If we use the phone, we don't talk anymore. We do Facebook or Snap Twitter or whatever it is. And I'm not saying that those things are in and of themselves sinful. But I'm being real honest with you. Satan doesn't want us to talk. I'm being really honest. And God says, talk and talk about me. Talk to each other. And we need to be talking. And I don't want you to think that I'm a conspiracy person. But I want you to to really listen to what I'm, I'm about to say. Because I want to be relevant, and I know on some things I'm not. But there is a huge push in our society to push all communication to a device where all my communication is done through this instead of this. I'm just being honest. And I I get ridiculed because I don't take part in some of those things and and I'm not and I, I don't care. It doesn't bother me or anything like that. And I'm not saying they're sinful. But I want you to think about how much communication do you do outside of this? And as I was listening to the and this guy wasn't a Christian or anything like that. But he said, in our society today, he said, the push is to get every communication to be done on a device. And when every communication is done on a device, somebody's going to control that. And he said, the la- this, and I want you to understand, this guy is not a Christian. He said... The push is that if every communication is done on a device, then eventually you can start controlling all of the communication because everybody's there. And he said, and you get made fun of because you're not on the device. So you say, okay, I'll be on the device so people quit making fun of me. And, he said, and then he says, and then when everybody is communicating by this, he said, then they start controlling it. And I'm not a, I'm not a conspiracy guy or anything like that. But then he said something. I want you to understand, this guy is not a Christian. Then he said something that just perked my ears up. He said, the last bastion 
of communication that cannot be controlled in the world is the family. I was like, what? He said, the family is the last place where ideas can be communicated and where ideas can be freely discussed. He said, you can't discuss free ideas on the phone. I mean, we know that. You, you, can't, you, have, to, you have to watch everything you say anymore. But he said, in the home is where we can freely, where we can ask questions, where your kids can say, what does this mean? What does this mean? You can't do that on here. If you say the wrong thing, they'll shut you down. And you're terrible, and you're, you can't even ask the question when you're on, these, on this. And he said the last, and this guy, I want you to know, this guy's not Christian. He said the last place where we can discuss ideas is the home. That's where your kids can, and I, and I used to tell my kids, I said, if you want to know what a word means, you ask your dad. And they would ask, they would come, and I, I can remember sitting around our house at, at, at supper time, and my boys asking me what cuss words meant. I heard this at school today, Dad, what does this mean? And you know what, we could safely discuss that in our home. If you ask it out there, you might get in trouble. But in the home is where we... And I want you to understand that your home is a place, is a safe place for us to discuss where we, where we are and, and, uh, and, and, and what, it, what it means. And, 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 and Satan does not want us to safely discuss ideas. The last haven of talk and the last safe place for exchange of ideas and healthy debate is in the home. And God knew that thousands of years ago when he gave this to the writer here. The home is the only place left that we can safely discuss ideas. It's the only place that we can openly talk about Jesus. If you post anything about what the Word says, you better get ready because somebody's going to try to tear you down. But it's in the home where we can discuss that. And we need to be able to, we need to do that in our home. And I want you to know that in Acts chapter 2, it talks about that the Holy Spirit comes and empowers the people. And, and what does He empower them to do? He empowers them to speak his word to where people can understand it. And I think within the, 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 the culture that we live in, that parents feel like, well, I can't, I can't do all this stuff because the communication changes all the time. I have no idea how people communicate with all this stuff. I mean, it changes all the time. And by the time you become fluent in one thing, they've got something else. There's some other something Instagram or Twitter or Snapchat or what, you know, you got to be fluent in all of them. You just, and then it changes again. And you say, how do I speak in a world where on this thing it changes all the time? And, when, and we see that in the, in the New Testament, in, in Acts chapter 2, that the Holy Spirit comes and empowers people to speak to where others can understand. And I want you to know this morning, parents, that what happened in the New Testament church can happen in your home. 
That that child that you think, I cannot figure out how to speak the truth of God into their life. God seeks through the power of his Holy Spirit to do that in you. You're not on your own. You don't have to figure out how to be cool on this thing to where I can speak my kid's language. You don't have to do that. The Holy Spirit can speak and through the power of him in you, you can speak truth into your life. But you have to talk. Because talking is the preferred way of the travel of the gospel. I was sitting in our home group Sunday night, and we just talk. And it's kind of nice. It's really nice, actually. We were able to discuss ideas that if someone stood up here and said what we said, people would be like, oh! But within the small group, we can talk and wrestle that around and figure that out. If, you, if, if, if we said some of the things that we said, and, I, and you go, well, what do they talk about in their small group? Well, no, that's not what I'm saying. But if you posted something that, that we talked about, a, a subject that we brought up on, on your Facebook uh, you would immediately just be, you're terrible. And we're, and we're sitting there trying to figure out what is the Christian view on this and how do we respond on this and what is our reaction to this. And instead of getting, it's, it's open and it's safe. And God says that inside the home is that place and inside, inside our Sunday school classrooms and inside these places, we need to be talking. And he says that I will give you the power to do that. This week, we're going to have a bunch of little old kids here. I don't, know, I don't know how Pastor Kelsey does it. I don't know how she, I don't know how she continually speaks to little Have you ever spoke to little kids? When my wife was children's director, she'd go, Now, I want you just to say the word to the kids. And I would say something, and she goes, that was terrible. <laughs> she goes, you just stink. She goes, these are little kids. And I'd be like, well. She goes, you can't talk to them like they're adults. Pastor Kelsey, God empowers her to do that. And this week, uh, there'll be different people. They'll be in scripture time, and they'll be in song time, and they'll be in uh, uh, story time and things like that. And <coughs> we're going to have all this week, you understand, all this week we're going to be talking. And as we go from station to station, we're going to be talking. And as we play games, we're going to be talking. Do you understand the, 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 the opportunity we have this week? To talk, to just talk. And the word says that talking is how it's shared. And it happens in, the, in our home. It happens at church. It's going to happen in the hallway. It's going to happen in the singing time. It's going to happen in the kitchen. It's going to happen at snack time, at, at craft time, and things like that. We say, Pastor, how does that happen? In Acts chapter 2, when the disciples got so desperate for God that they didn't want anything else, he empowered them 
to speak to where people could understand them. Parents, I want to talk to you this morning. Are you, I just, I'm just asking, are you desperate, so desperate, that you say, God, whatever you want to do, whatever it takes, I will set aside everything I have to speak your truth into the life of my child. And he says, when we get desperate like that, he comes and empowers us to do that. Are you desperate this week? This morning I'd like, if you have a little kid, I would like for all the kids to come and line up on that side of the altar. If you've got a little kid, you might come up with them. I want every little kid that's Bible school age, even the younger ones, come up here and get on this side of the altar. If your parents have to come with you, that's okay. Pastor Kelsey, I want you to come and get right in the middle of the altar. All you kids get up here. If you're a Bible school worker this week, Pastor Kelsey, I want you to come right up here in the middle. If you're a Bible school worker this week, I want you to come and stand behind these little kids. Maybe you'd say, you know, I can't come this week. But I sure do hope that the Lord comes and speaks. Maybe you'd just like to come and put your hand on someone that's already up here. And so if you're in the church and you'd just like to pray for them, I'd, I'd invite you to come. Pastor Kelsey today. Lord, we pray today in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. I pray today that you would anoint Pastor Kelsey. And Father, we believe that she is anointed. We believe that you have given her the gift to communicate who you are to children. The power of the Holy Spirit helps her to do that. And Father, this week, I pray that you would empower her again in a very special way. I'm going to anoint. Come here, Liam. I'm going to anoint you, and you're going to represent all the kids. Father, today I anoint Liam in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, but today we ask that he would just represent all the kids, not only the kids from our church, but, Father, the kids who will come in here who may never have known or never have heard who Jesus is. And Father, I pray that you would give our kids listening ears this week, and I pray that you would empower them to hear who you are. 
Father, I pray that you would just give us times that we would see you working and that, that, that the kids, as they're traveling through each place, Father, as they're listening to the parents and the, and the workers talking, Lord, that they would hear your word. And I pray that your hand would be upon them. Brooke, are you working this week? I'm going to anoint Brooke for our workers. Father, we anoint Brooke today in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And Father, we anoint her and we ask that she would represent all of our workers this week. And Lord, there's lots of folks that work all day and then come here and it's a long week. And so Father, I pray in Jesus' name that you would give them strength. I pray that when they're resting, you would give them deep rest. I pray that uh, when they're at work, Lord, that you would help work go well and that you would uh, uh, be able to bring into their mind and heart not only that they would be able to get here, Lord, but I pray that as they are here, Lord, you would help us to talk and empower us through the power of the Holy Spirit to talk into the lives of our kids this week. Father, I pray this morning. Sean, I'm going to anoint you for our parents today. Lord, I pray for our parents today, God. I pray that you would empower our parents to talk to their kids. Father, in a world that talking is less and less and less all the time, very, we don't talk to each other anymore. Lord, I pray that you would help us as the church to talk into the lives of our kids. Father, I pray that you would help us when we lie down and when we sit and when we're standing up and when we're traveling and when we're in our home and when we're at our lunches and dinners, Lord. I pray, Lord, in Jesus' name that you would empower through the power of the Holy Spirit that you would empower our parents to talk to their kids. Lord, I pray that you would empower us as a church to speak into the life of our community. Father, not just the message of of what we think, Lord, but I, I pray through the power of the Holy Spirit that, that your gospel would be preached, Lord, and that it would be real and that people would understand it, Lord. And Father, we're always trying to figure out how do we, how do we speak to where people can understand. And Father, your word says in, in the New Testament that, that you just did that work in them. And so, Father, I pray that you would do that work in us. Father, help us to, to quit trying to think of how we can and just allow you to do it. Help us to speak. Help us to talk. Help us to talk to the people that we're in line with or, or the people that we see. Father, just help us to talk. We just don't talk anymore. Father, I pray that you would just speak the message of Jesus Christ through your church. And we ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I'm going to ask for our praise team to come. Actually, I just want you to stand where you're at. We're going to sing a couple of praise songs, and we're going to be dismissed. But praise, praise team, come. <laughs>